Howdy ho, everybody. Welcome to the NASCAR show. This is race 15 from the formerly the track formerly known as the Gateway Speedway. Welcome to unofficial name of the show, Left Turn Mania. Official name, uh, cash, 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 dash for the cash. So I thought it was draft for cash. Is it draft for cash? I don't know. So that's how great the official name is. We don't even know what it is. I should go to I should go to meetings more. I mean, it was and it occurred to me as I was playing the thirty second roundup because, as you guys know who watch us live, we play the thirty second call to action. Let's everybody know that we're getting ready to go live. And as we're taping this, I realize that there's absolutely no reason for me to be playing that whatsoever. So yeah, hey, it's good to be here. Uh, the 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 master in charge of all this all this chaos is uh, yours truly. I'm Scott Steen. I'm the lead handicapper at WinnersandWiners.com. I'm joined by a couple of my fellow winners and whiners guys. It's uh, betting royalty to my immediate right on your radio dial. It is Christopher King. Chris, what's up, buddy? I was going to say I was classy Freddie Blassie and call everybody pencil neck geeks, but you took it away from me by throwing out my name to begin with. So way to go. I'm that way. And in the bottom right corner, getting ready to serve for the game in our hot shot game of Foursquare. He's He's the handicapper formerly known as The Kid until we found out the Earl Brothers were 22. And now he's just a grinder and middle-aged grinder like the rest of us. It's Scott Reichel. What's up, buddy? Uh, nothing much. Uh, just looking forward to going through a pretty unique NASCAR race. I mean, I'm sure we're going to break down the interesting circumstances surrounding it, but should be fun. Hopefully, it's an entertaining race. Now, are you are you are you serving for the match uh, as well as uh, what's his name? Z- uh, Zver- Zver- yeah. Zverev. Yeah. The guy that Nadal beat today. How do you pronounce it? Zverev. Yeah. Are you going to serve about as well as he does with his second serve? Uh, well, unfortunately for him, he's not going to be able to serve at all for the next couple months because we him out of there. Just, he kind of destroyed his Achilles, so he's probably out for a while. Wheel him tough out. Break. Very tough break. Literally a tough break. And last, and I mean certainly not least, the guy that classes up the joint, the one with probably has more NASCAR knowledge than all of us put together. You know him, you love him. He's become a. Uh, He's become an instant classic, as they say. He's part of the show. It's Mr. Rye Cape. What's up, Rye? Not much. Thanks for having me. Uh, let's see what uh, kind of action we're going to have after that Coca-Cola 600. It's a tough act to follow. It was a long race. That was a, a absolutely long race. Um, it was. It felt like 700. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, re- it really did. Hey, Rye, because I always forget at the end, tell everybody where they can find you and what you got going on. Uh, I'm at Right Cape on everything. I'm mostly on Twitter, uh, a little bit of Facebook. You could also, I'm on uh, the Insiders Room. Uh, I give out plays on Discord as well. There you go. There you go. Look him up, Right. Yeah, I saw you on the Insiders Room last week. Good stuff. That's good. Sh- that's a good show. And those guys take a deep dive into NASCAR uh, each and every week. So make sure you check that out before you make any bets. As long along with our show as well. Uh, last week's results, Rye. You uh you were the only one of us not profitable, man, as you kind of had some bad breaks go against you. Uh Scott and I each made 35 bucks. That's right. All day. 35 uh Let's go. That's a third of a unit. We've been in $100 units, of course, so we made 0.35 of a unit. Up. And Chris, speaking of backing the truck up, he led the pack making 275. So as far as the overall standings go, uh, Rye is currently losing 135 a week. Again, he's only been here two weeks, so you know that's going to change. Uh, Scott is, uh, I am winning a dollar, uh, excuse me, 130 per week. That's a 1.3 units. Scott's winning 2.5 units. Chris, still yet to see the black, but maybe, 
Maybe this will be the week, buddy, as he is. That was that was the uh, lousy odds. He's down about one point two units per week. So I uh, let's see. That's because when you guys win, there's some eight zillion to one shot. And when I win, it's Chase Elliott at Dover. Listen, man, we don't make the rules. We just play the game. I actually literally made the rules, but yeah. Well, I, no, I, I, you didn't have to say that. I was trying to set it up. I was going to point it out. Anyways, my so. point. All right, very good. Tight. Uh, the point standings are a little tighter, so we'll uh, probably see that tighten up even more after this week. Rye, we're uh, we're racing at the track formerly known as the Gateway, uh, right outside of St. Louis. This will be the first time the Cup Series has been there, but it's no stranger to NASCAR as the trucks ran there for a good number of years as did the Xfinity series. So what about this track? What's it like? What makes it unique? And what are we going to see? Uh, well, it is a 1.25 mile egg shaped track. Uh, so it turns one and two, they kind of look like uh, New Hampshire. And on the other side turns three and four looks like free Phoenix. So we're going to have the two straightaways. And I look at it as like a darling, a flat Darlington. Right with better asphalt okay very good yeah it's 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 a it's a very flat track and uh, is it how how wide is it if you got room if you got room to maneuver and bump and bump and grind yeah it turns three and four you should have plenty of room i think we'll be see a lot of slingshotting okay can we see three wide oh yeah all right very good i can say it's not a ton of fun to play on nascar heat when you race around that track because you know Unless you're watching my 19-year-old kid try to drive backwards and knock people into the crowd. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times indeed. You know, a lot of those guys use the NASCAR game as a, uh, you know, I, I mean, I know they have more complicated simulators at their at the, at the office, but I know a lot of those guys spend a lot of time playing the NASCAR video game at home. I've tried it, and, I, you know, some of the tracks that I can do well at, some of those are just... They're just horrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I, used I to... had one of those games back in the day. I forgot which one. It might have been uh, thun. What was it thun? Was there a thunder heat one? Something. I yeah. think probably. I, had, I think now I, had the second now I think one. they're. Now I think they're all just called NASCAR heat. You know, insert. But, but I'm saying I, I used to have one on the PlayStation One or Two. I think it was the one. Yep. I played one with my kid when he was in, when he was in high school. Right, your video, your video game guy. You do a little ra- uh, simulate racing games. Uh, I I used to be. Not yeah. too much anymore. I do like Forza Horizon now. Okay. Xbox. Yeah, Forza's good. All right. Very good. All right. Well, guys, we recapped last week. Talked a little bit about the track. Let's get rolling. A uh, quick reminder of the point system. It's basically reverse of where you where you finish. So if you have uh, if you have thirty six thirty six drivers, first place will get you thirty six points. Thirty sixth place will get you one point, and so on and so forth. There's a little bonus multiplier, extra points for first through fifth. And uh, or bonus points, and then there's a multiplier depending on where your guy places, uh, depending on where you picked him, uh, whether it's a top pick, a mid range pick, or a long shot. And that's exactly what we do. Each of us will do three picks plus a matchup. We'll take a favorite. Uh, we usually try to group them in around eight in each group. It'll change, the odds will change from week to week. Try to keep around eight, seven in each group, and that's exactly what we have here. Uh, first, first group, we have eight possibilities, we have seven choices. For a mid-range pick, and everybody else in the field is wide open for the long shot pick. So, with that being said, last week's winner was the own, the one and only, you know him, you love him, it's Chris King. Chris, you have the opportunity to choose who will go first. We do keep it in the same order as we always do, otherwise chaos, but you have the choice. 
to pass or play. Uh, since, since I know who you're picking, I'll let you go first. That way, if Rachel copies you, you can say that he jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, very... I think I'm going solo here, in my opinion. You think so? Yeah, I think I am. Okay. Well, I'll kick it off then. I'm going to take one of those guys that are down towards the end of the pack as far as the top-level choices. And I'm going to take Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain. Nope, I got him. I got him. See, told you. Ross, Ch- Ross Chastain. Right. Before our show earlier. Having right. having a surprisingly good season. He's been very good to Scott Reichel. And he's been good at this track, picking up the a win uh, later than anybody else in the field, by the way, winning the truck race there in 2019. Give me that flat track experience on Ross Chastain at plus 1,000. Well, he said he's having a pretty good year. He's number one in the NASCAR standings. He's kind of having the best year of anybody right now. Well, that doesn't mean jack squat. This thing is of right now. All right. So, uh, Scott, you have Chastain as well? Yeah. I couldn't really resist. I saw him at 10 to 1 on FanDuel. Uh, he's led at least one lap in five of the last six races. Even the last race, he was in second in overtime. And then he crashed and ended up, I believe, in 15th. Right. But he seems to always find his way into the top five or top ten at some point during the race. And since this is a new track, or at least it's a track that a lot of people don't have much experience with, I'll go with the guy who seems to always find himself towards the front no matter what track they're actually on. Solid. Solid. Chris, what do you got? Sadly, I have to go with Kyle Busch. Uh, He raced here three times in the Xfinity Series, finished 5th, 8th, and then won in 2009. Um, Plus, you know, he's been around the Truck Series uh, because I believe it was Bell or something that drove under his his wing on the Truck Series before, and Bell's won here. So I'm going to lean towards Busch and watch him finish 35th because... That's what happens whenever I pick him. I think the thing is tire or engine failure. I'll let you pick. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with a complete crash where Keselowski or somebody will kill him. Okay. I think the thing that separates you from most handicappers, Chris, is your extreme optimism. How you always believe you have a shot and you're going to cash that ticket no matter what. What's his? What's what's the odds on Kyle Busch? Uh, He's at plus nine hundred on DraftKings. All right, very good. Rye, that brings it back to you, my friend. Who you got here? Uh, I am going with Ryan Blaney. Uh, two of the tracks that I look to handicap for this race for Phoenix and Richmond. Uh, Blaney led the most laps at each, 143 at Phoenix, 128 at Richmond. He had two top tens. Uh, he did well at the Texas race, and I'm hoping he uh, he needs a win again in the playoffs, probably. So, all right, I think this one should be a good track for him. All right, and what do you got the odds for him at? Uh, he was plus 1,000 pretty much everywhere all right very good look at rye actually handicapping on races this year at tracks that are comparable as opposed to the three of us who wanted to see who won a truck race in 1949 so that's a that's an interesting strategy there rye using using current data with current drivers and cars i don't know how that's going to work out it's a bold strategy cotton let's see if it pays off (laughs) obviously he's the new guy (laughs) all right very good so uh rye's got blaney scott and i have chastain and Christopher King has Kyle Bush. All right. So our mid-range picks, these are the guys that we'd be delighted if they won, but we expect them to finish in the top five, usually getting somewhere in the neighborhood of 200 to one or, or, or excuse me, 200 plus 200 or better. And I went first last time. So Mr. Reichel, that means you are up to bat. So Chris mentioned this guy before, and I'm going to mention him now. It's going to be Christopher Bell at around 14 to one on Caesars. He won a truck race here back in 2016. 
And if you also look at the recent results, he's been really, really good. And I feel like people are not talking about him enough. He's finished top six in each of the last four races. I'm excluding the all-star race. I'm not sure if you want to count that or not. If you do, then it's four of the last five. But he's been very solid. We know that he was under the wing of the of Kyle Busch in the truck series, and he ended up winning here. And I think it might pay dividends. So I'll take him at 14 to 1. And for him, top five, I saw plus 170 on BetMGM. All right, very good. Looks like the world's figuring out Christopher Bell just a little bit there. Chris, who you got? I was contemplating Bell, but I don't think you're going to have to change my spot or my my uh, name on this one. You're taking Harvick again. Just do I'm it going right. back to Harvick. You always do. Yeah, yeah I know. It's the fifth he's straight one, week he's won Harvick. here twice in the Xfinity Series. He, and going to Rye's point about Phoenix and Richmond, he was sixth at Phoenix. He was second at Richmond. Um, he's had a lot of success lately. Last uh, Four top tens in his last five. Coming off a third-place finish at Charlotte. He was fourth at Darlington. Maybe he's finally figured out the new car. He's trending in the right direction. He gave me the win last week over the rest of you guys because he scored more points than I think everybody else combined. I had Stenhouse. Uh, Watch yourself. Stenhouse didn't get any bonus points. No, No, he he finished top 10, though. He finished top 10 because there was only like 12 cars left. No, 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 no. Top 10, top 10. Come on. Still counts. Almost finished top five. You should have just taken him. Uh, But yeah, I'm going to go with Harvick. Plus price last week for McDowell. You have plus 200 on the top five? Uh, that is correct. I'm not going to tell you how I know that. <laughs> because uh, you picked him. Rye, who you got? I got Harvick as well. Oh, this uh, is this is going to be a quick got show. A better price. But uh, yeah, hey, a better I, price, I, even better. I'll take it. Yeah, plus three twenty-five for top five on Barstool. Barstool, it seems like has like the most user-friendly NASCAR odds of any book I've ever seen. Yeah, I can see. Uh, yeah, I imagine you look at that. Kyle Larson's probably like plus two fifty. Yeah, they're probably front load everybody. It's a good point. Right. All right. I've, I'm changing us all to 325. Uh, is any anything you want to add, Ryan? Any extra reasons that Chris didn't touch on? You're taking Harvick. I mean, this is just his kind of track. These are the tracks he's good at. Uh, he used to be the king of Phoenix, and just like Chris said, I think that he he's learning how to drive this car. So. I expect him to do well here. All right. Very good. I've had two pretty sharp guys in front of me go and take Harvick. That's who I've got as well. I, I like the plus a 325. Try. Ry, did you have a, any better price to win than 1600 Yeah, 2200 There you go. Let's bring it up and nice sit price. it down. Okay. I know that Barstool's not legal in my state, but I might have to try to find somebody who has it because a lot of those prices are Is it legal in New Jersey? You can just walk across the bridge. Yeah, do it again. I only do that for free bets. You know the rules. Walk across the bridge. What is this, the day after? Yes, yes, it is. Walk across the bridge. All right. So now we'll move to our long shots. These are the guys that we would uh, do handsprings if they won the race, but we would be happy as heck if they finished in the top 10. And it is going to be Mr. King betting royalty, if you will, is going to kick us off. I'll let Rye go first. Okay. All right. It Alan. works. Alan, he's decided so, to pass. Uh, you guys went with Chastain. I took another track house guy. Uh, I like Daniel Suarez. I found about plus 4,000 to win on Fox. Uh, top 10 plus 140 on FanDuel. Uh, I just think he's ready He's ready to take the next step this season. He sees Rush Chastain doing well, and he needs to pick it up. 
Uh, every time he has a good race, he does have bad luck. But he uh, did finish ninth at Phoenix, and he does well at new tracks. And we're at the Worldwide Technology, and he's driving for Mr. Worldwide. So that's a... <laughs> nice. Nice. Very good. Um, all right. you got. Some, and what did you say he was to make the top 10? Uh, plus 140. All right. Very good. Uh, that is exactly who I have as well. He's 18th in points this season. He has four top 10s. Like you said, he's been he's been running pretty well as far as those guys that are uh, outside the top of the pack. I think he's due. Certainly, a top ten was in reach, but man, I wouldn't even be uh, hesitant about putting a little uh, top five sprinkle on Suarez. I think this is a, he's a guy when it comes when it, all things being equal, he's a race car driver, and just like Rice said, he's a guy that does well at new tracks. As everybody else is trying to figure it out, he seems to be consistently ahead of the curve. I'll take uh, Daniel Suarez at a nice price there. Uh, Reichel, what do you got? So for this one, I'm going to go with the guy who's been racing pretty well recently. It's going to be Austin Dillon at around 60-1 to 1 on DraftKings. He's finished top three in three of the last eight races, including the All-Star race, but whatever. Uh, he finished third in Martinsville, ninth in Darlington, so he's been okay on some of these shorter tracks. And the main reason why I'm taking him is because of the fact that his top 10 price is insanely mispriced on Vandal. He's plus 135 on BetMGM to finish top 10. He's plus 240 on FanDuel. So wow. all day, every day, give me the plus 240. Rise about to tell you that uh, DraftKings has it at plus 320. So. No, uh, <laughs> he's actually on my fade list, but I might take him now. If, if I plus 240 is just too good of a deal price. for me to pass on. Yep. He, he's not very good at uh, shifting. Round turn one, you're going to have to double shift. I'm just hoping that Kislowski takes out half the, uh, you know, half the field and he, he just may. survives. So we'll see. Well, Chris, you didn't make me change uh, last week's pick on the last level. Am I going to change this one, or are you taking Kaslowski again? Uh, I'm actually going to take Kaslowski again. I was thinking about Austin Dillon, but after Rachel took him, I, I stick with my mentality of trying to take different guys uh, than what everybody else takes. I almost took Bubba Wallace, but I decided not to. I think I looked a, at him too, and then I looked I at how bad his numbers were. Yeah, yeah, that's why I decided to pass. But. I said no. I'm going to punt. What did, what did you? What do we say? What did we say? Brad K was uh, six thousand or sixty six. Uh, he's at six thousand on DraftKings. Okay. Let me see what I can find. And what do you got him for top ten, boys? I, I don't know. Do you actually see top ten on DraftKings? No, I'm not seeing it. No, I was. I thought I was insane, Chris. I didn't see it either. I see plus one eighty on BetMGM. Okay. Rye one eighty is the number to beat. You beat it. Yeah, please tell me he's like plus seven thousand at Barstool. I see sixty-six yeah. to one on uh, BetMGM. By the way, at a sixty-six, okay. Yeah. All right, very good. Uh, sixty-six to one and plus one eighty, unless we hear differently. So, all right, very good. That brings us to our matchups. Uh, Rye, you are up, my friend. Who's matching up well at this racetrack? But yeah, I found right. plus 290, by the way, for Kozlowski on FanDuel for top 10. Plus 290? Yeah, I found plus 290. Seems ah, like FanDuel's nice. really, you know, falling asleep on these top 10 markets. Seems like a lot of these guys are using baseball handicappers to That's handicap 472. Yeah, no FanDuel is also the only uh, book that leaves their lines up while practice and qualifying is happening. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's... Of, what that would have come in handy earlier in the year when we were wondering why the hell the lines all disappeared. Yeah, I know. I know practice is going to determine a lot, or at least give people kind of a window into uh, 
And I saw some stats last week about the guys that were actually running good times in practice that tended to carry over with the new with the new cars. Rye, have you seen that? Yeah, same stuff lap as well? averages usually correlate. Practice lap averages usually correlate to the race. Uh, I usually I look for lines that I think are going to change to the negative, like a Christopher Bell. I think he's going to have worse lines, so I'll take him early after qualifying that you just lose the best price. Do you think the setup of the of the practice car more resembles the setup of the uh, actual race than, than the uh, qualifying does? Yes, I do. Okay. Practice, practice is where you want to make sure that your car is set up for your driver. That's a great tip. And, you know, we, we goof around a lot on this show and have a lot of fun, but every once in a while we throw out a nugget that's very valuable information for you folks at home. And I think that's a piece of it right there. If you're a... If you're a, a novice NASCAR better, as I think three of us are, then always uh, keep an eye on the practice times versus the qualifying times. Because we talked about this uh, a lot, right? Some of those guys, especially at the big races, they set up just to qualify well because that's going to be their claim to fame. They know they have no real shot to win the race. So if they can if they can uh, get some points for qualifying well and things like that, I think that a lot of times they go in that direction. Am I, am I yeah, crazy? A lot of uh, certain teams always qualify well, like Kendrick. Right, make it make the uh, make it a priority more than other teams. It, it almost like it's not a direct correlation, but it's almost like how some NFL coaches treat preseason versus others. Right. Harbaugh and Andy Reid, for example, two very different philosophies on preseason. So, Rye, a lot of fun matchups this weekend. Who you got? So uh, I took Briscoe over Reddick. I found a plus one ten on DraftKings. Uh, big thing was Briscoe won Phoenix. But then I start looking into it, and I see that at Phoenix and Richmond this season, Briscoe had the better average finish, the better driving rating. He led more laps, laps and he had more fast laps than Reddick. Okay. And then uh, during qualifying, Briscoe has been better at the same tracks. Uh, he started sixth and fourth compared to 12th and sixth for Reddick. So uh, I also think this price is going to change after practice and qualifying, too. Beating that closing line value. Very good. I'm going to go back to a, uh, a driver that Reichel talked about for his mid-pick, and that's Christopher Bell. I'm going to take Christopher Bell over Alex Bowman at minus 135. Uh, Scott touched on a lot of the reasons. This is a kid that's really coming into his own. Only three drivers in the series have more top tens than Christopher Bell. I, uh, I think top ten will be good enough to win this matchup. So I've got Bell over Bowman minus 135. He's at minus 120 on DraftKings. Oh, sure he is. All right. All right. I got it. Uh All right. Yeah, just so you can save 15 cents. I'll take it. Every little bit, man. Every little bit. This is the difference between profitable and breaking even sometimes, man. Um, All right. You've you've heard my terrific pick. It's going to be Senior Reichel. So, for this one, I'm going to go head-to-head against Rye. I'm going with Chastain over Blaney at minus 110 on Fox Bet. Blaney, I'm aware, has had some success on similar tracks, but it seems like he always fades in the middle of Stage 3, and I really am just not sure if he's going to be able to keep it together for the entirety of the race. Him and his pit crew have had issues with the car pretty much all the time, but Blaney has finished 11th or worse in each of the last five races excluding the all-star race, which he won. And Chastain, of course, has been a steady member of the top 10 in most of these races. 
I don't mind maybe taking a play on Blaney in stage one, maybe stage two, but it seems like his car is always fading down the stretch. I don't really trust him in that capacity. And as long as Chastain keeps his car relatively clean, I think he should finish top 10, top five, and that should be good enough to win. Would you I'll say take minus what? 110. Okay, thank you. All right, Chris, bring it on home for the week, buddy. I'm actually going to go with Chastain as well, but I'm going in a different matchup. I'm going to take Chastain over Chase Elliott at minus 110. Um, like Ryan was talking about earlier about Phoenix and, and Richmond and everything. Um, Chastain ran well both those tracks. He finished second. And um, well, he struggled a bit at Richmond. He was 19th, but Elliott. We, we just want to talk about Richmond, you know? We just want to talk about it. Yeah. And Elliott, you know, he wasn't, he was only 14th at Richmond. He finished 11th in, in Phoenix. Uh, his one win was at Dover, of course. Um, but, you know, Elliot got caught up in some some traffic early last week, screwed over you guys, which was fine by me. Um, but I like the way Chastain's raced. It's the first time I've picked him in doing anything all season, so hopefully he'll continue his decent run. I think he should run fairly well here because, uh, like Scott said, he's had success on this track, granted in a different vehicle, but at least it gives him a little bit of experience that some of these guys don't have. Okay. Very solid. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up. Let's recap here real quick. Of course, I want to remind you guys before we finish up here, don't forget to like and subscribe. You know the drill. Smash that thumb. Hit the subscribe button for the Winners and Winners YouTube channel and the Max Wagers Network YouTube channel. Check out all the great content over there at Max Wagers Network Monday through Friday, noon through 5 o'clock. It's a little something for everybody as far as this race goes. I've got uh, I've I've got uh, Ross Chastain at plus one thousand, and Rye has Blaney at plus one thousand. Rachel has Chastain at plus one thousand, and Chris is going a little bit different. He's got Kyle Busch. Can drive anything anywhere, Mister Bush. Into a tree. Plus nine hundred for the mid range picks. Rye and I both have Kevin Harvick at plus twenty two hundred, plus three twenty five for top five finish. Christopher Bell is who Mr. Reichel has chosen at plus 1,400, plus 170 for T5. And Kevin Harvick is also going to be backed by a Chris King. You know the odds, 22 and 325. Reichel, you're an odd man out. Tell us why Christopher Bell is going to crash in the first three laps. Um, well, based on what we've seen with the history of this hmm. show, my guy's more likely to do better than your guy because when we share when we share drivers, it usually doesn't go too well. You're right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share drivers on my long shot with with somebody who I actually trusts, and that's gonna be Rye because him and I both have Daniel Suarez plus four thousand plus one forty for a top ten finish. Uh, Rachel's going with Austin Dillon plus six thousand. He's gonna try to he's trying to put this competition away early. You cash that ticket and plus two forty for top ten. And Chris trying to get back on the positive side of the ledger, and this would go a long way towards doing that. If uh, Mr. Kozlowski could win the race at plus 6,600. I'll also take the over on the number of cars that Kozlowski's going to wipe out during this race. It's probably set at like three. All right. And plus 290 for the top 10 there. Matchups. Rye's got Briscoe over Reddick, 110. I've got Bell over Bowman, 120. Chastain over Blaney is what Reichel has at 110. And Chris also backing Chastain only over Elliott. At 110, all those prices are minus. So, it's going to do it for the show. Any final thoughts, boys? Yeah, I, do. I have Chastain as uh, top Chevy, and I also have Bell as top Toyota. I feel better about so. myself. 
Okay. Hopefully that works out. All right. Very good. I, I, I think uh, Bell's due for progression. I just want him to win. He's he's all. It seems like he's on the cusp, but mm -hmm. he just can't get over that final hurdle. Yep, so I've we'll ba I've backed happens. him so many weeks, and he is so many weeks. He's given me hope that you know we're going to cash a big ticket, and he just can't quite get. Oh there. wait, no resin on the track. No resin on the track. No resin. All right. I oh, do we go back? Oh God, we go back to a road course next week. Yeah. What's next week? Sonoma. Sonoma. Oh. Going back to California. Beautiful. All right. Well, guys. And then there's an off week. Look at that. Wait, they have an off week like three weeks after the All-Star race? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no, uh, there's, there's, right. there's, there's, weekend. Weekend. there's no, there's no, there's no race. I thought they usually, they usually work, race at Michigan on Father's Day. No, it says Sonoma and then Nashville on the 26th. Oh, that's weird. I hate that Michigan track. That's just such a boring track. Yeah, it looks like they moved Michigan to August. Hmm, good. Okay. Yeah, right behind I'll, boring. I'll remember to take Truex in Michigan because he tends to do well in Is Nash track. Nashville another first time track, right? Have they run at Nashville? Uh, before? They did it last year. They run last year? Okay. All right, well we'll be looking forward yeah, to that. So, ones yeah, this is kind of this is kind of the stretch, boys, where you got uh, two fairly new one brand new track, one fairly new track, and a road race. And an off week. So enjoy the next month, kids. Yeah, because we're going to enjoy it if we make too. money. No, fair enough. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Hey, I uh, want to thank everybody. Oh, for don't forget, Scott, there's also another road race after that because you got the Road America course. In New York. No, Elkhart Lake. Elkhart Lake. What? Elkhart, Elkhart Lake, Lake, Indiana? And Wisconsin. Oh, my God. They oh. ran there last year. It was the first time since yeah, 1956. I'd, I'd forgot about that. I'd absolutely forgot about that. Yeah, that's 4th of July weekend. They still run Watkins, they still run Watkins Glen? Yeah. yeah, that's uh, late August. Okay. All right. There right you before go. they go back to Daytona. Man, you go from Watkins Glen to Daytona. There's a, there's a, to, And then the Darlington. There's a transition right there. All right, guys. That's it for the show for this week. I appreciate everybody stopping by. I wanted to thank uh, Chris King, Scott Reichel, Rye Cape. You can find us all at our uh, Twitter handles there. And uh, Betting Royalty, Reichel Radio, at Rye Cape, and at Steenroller. Um, appreciate it as always you guys wish you nothing but the best of luck have a great weekend before the race hope you, you're just uh, you're just counting your money and then top it off with a nice profit from the uh, oh I forgot I forgot to plug the name of the race enjoy Illinois 300 <laughs> you know what I enjoy about Illinois getting the hell getting the hell out of it I'm either uh, further along my way to the east coast or I'm headed back home so but enjoy Illinois for this race. You guys have a great week. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. Check us out as we do this every single week. Uh, it should be up uh, late Friday night, early Saturday morning. All right. So take care, and we'll see you next time for a little bit of NASCAR. <laughs>